0: Hey everyone and welcome back to the Weekly Awakening Podcast. This is your host, Cosmic Colleen, back with another weekly astrology update. How did we all wake up this morning? You know, yesterday when I was sitting with my astrology notes, I didn't even think to look at uh, the moon this morning. You know, because moon transits happen really fast, but I woke up feeling pretty cathartic and kind of like, blah, blah. Uh, maybe a little cranky with not a lot of drive, <laughs> you could say. And then I looked and I was like, oh my god, the moon was in cancer and it opposed Pluto and Capricorn, you know, because Pluto has retrograded back into Capricorn and it's at twenty-eight degrees. And so at some point in the morning, what time did it today's the 14th? So it went opposite Pluto at 346 in the morning. And I guess I woke up at seven and I was just like blah. Blah. So, if you guys felt that way, just know by this evening, tomorrow you should feel a little better. And sometimes, you know, it is just such a quick transit. When anything goes up against Pluto or opposite Pluto, it just makes us feel blah. Again, I was tired. I didn't have drive to go to the gym, but I still did it. And... Up, onward, and upward, because this week we got the new moon in Leo. So this is what's coming at you astrology-wise this week. So we have Tuesday the 15th, sun squared Uranus at 10.34 p.m. East Coast time. Then Wednesday in the morning, 5.38 a.m. East Coast time, we got the new moon in Leo. And then later that day, we have Mars trying Uranus. So this is going to be a very powerful new New Moon. It's going to be very dynamic and lots of loud, intense breakthroughs within yourself. That's we have some powerful stuff. You know, we've been ha- a lot has been happening with uh, Venus and Uranus and all kinds of shit like that. Now, before I jump into that and more details on this week, I wanna talk about last week and last week's details because I felt like there were some good things that happened in the news and the world that really talked a little bit about the description and within my own life of last week's transits. You know, we had the sun, um, I'm sorry, yeah, we had the sun squared Jupiter and Venus squared Uranus last week, which really made for an interesting week. First of all, I will say that last weekend when I was with some friends, we were doing some spiritual stuff and we were talking about making all things come from love. And I kept that reminder with me all last week because trust me, I want to cuss a couple people out. You know, I still have a very rebellious, um, aggressive 13 year old inside of me that I control. But sometimes she wants to come out. And there are a few moments when I was like, all right, I'm about to cuss this mother out where I said Colleen is that coming from love or is this coming from a place of love where's this coming from where's this anger where's this ego coming from and I'd roll my eyes and I would just smile (laughs) and not do anything and not have a reaction that's where the spiritual growth is and that's where the growth of these transits uh one of the things that is happening how are we reacting to things you know when anything squares Uranus or does any sort of connection with Uranus there's a lot about a reaction very big, Uranus is a planet of big, big, big reactions. So last week I was cruising with my son, Abram, and my other son, but it was Abram that was talking and we're on our way to school. And I was telling him a story about someone and I'm not a big fan of this person. And he looks at me and he said, mom, uh, you know, I think you might be a little arrogant. (laughs) And I paused and I was like, hold up. I was like cocky, confident, yeah, but arrogant. And then I had a moment and I was like, huh, well, I said, maybe I am, you know, maybe what, you know, I really was able to look at his perception in that moment that made him say, say arrogant. And then I kind of reflected on that a little bit more. And two weeks prior, I had these two interactions with people where both times afterwards, I reflected on that. And I thought, huh, that actually seemed a little arrogant. Maybe I sound a little arrogant. And and I reflected instead of getting reactive, upset, or be like, don't you say that? I was like, huh, Maybe there's some truth to that that I need to see because Venus retrograde in Leo with all the things that are happening between the Leo Taurus um, access right now, is revealing arrogance. Like I said, things of ego I've been talking about this whole time since talking about Venus retrograde and seeing that. So if someone has a reflection that calls you out, especially if it's someone you love and trust, if it's someone you don't know, you know, whatever, think twice maybe, but if it's someone you respect their opinion, they know you better than anyone and they call you out on some BS, sit and reflect on it. Sometimes, I don't know about you, but oftentimes, yes, I have my own reflections into myself, but it's usually someone else says something that gets me to think about myself or see myself in a different light. So since he called me out, I've been also adding to uh, doing all things with love is like, all right, Colleen, are you being a little arrogant? How are you sounding? Are you sounding judgmental? and then last week and then we'll get into this week's transits i thought it was really interesting with venus squared uranus so venus you would look to concerts and uranus shifts changes that are very sudden and so Three concerts got canceled. Here in, here in Philadelphia, we are home to Made in America, which started in 2012. And they just canceled it. They announced last week, like, Made in America is canceled. They did not say why. They didn't release why. You know, there's always all kinds of rumors, but it just got canceled. Then, um, Tyler, the creator here in Philadelphia, he also canceled his concert. And then I know for my country folks out there, Luke Bryan, he had to cancel his third concert in a row. So I said, okay, you know, for being sick, let me go look at Luke Bryan's chart. (laughs) And of course, no surprise there. He has a natal Venus and Leo in the 11th house. In the 11th house, we'd look at groups of people and large, you know, large groups of people. And then... In the 8th house he has a natal Jupiter and Taurus and other people's money and I thought that that was really really interesting as these transits are happening um, and the X is how they're happening in his natal house and he had to cancel three Concerts. Hopefully, not too many more concerts are getting uh, rescheduled or canceled. But that was last week when Venus was squared Uranus, was this sudden cancel, 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 cancel. So, no made in America here in Philadelphia. I never went down, but at the salon um, in Narberth on the main line is uh, right across from the salon. is... You know a train station so it's always fun to watch every teenager half of my clients get loaded up in blue red and white and just all day long pile onto that train and you know i'm sort of sad for them because it's like a rite of passage i feel like here um out here on the mainline schools and stuff like that but you know it got cancelled so we just gotta surrender and go with the flow of that so all right let's talk about this new moon so again we have a lot happening in connection with this new moon so right before the new moon And like I said, that will be Tuesday uh, East Coast time, 10.34 p.m. And then the next morning, 5.30 a.m. East Coast time is new moon in Leo. So this is all back to back to back. So the sun will be squaring Uranus. So what sudden shifts of heart, uh, you know, I said that for last week. So I didn't mean sun squared Uranus for last week. I just had wrote that down. Sorry, Um, Venus squared Uranus. So what sudden shifts of heart played out for you last week when Venus retrograde squared Uranus, you know, or even back on July 2nd when Venus squared Uranus original originally. And I just want to add that on September 29th, which is also a full moon in Aries for the third time, Venus will be squaring Uranus again, but this way in direct motion and she will not be retrograde anymore. She's moving out of Leo. So pay attention to these cycles because astrology is all about cycles and it plays out the cycles in our life. So what matters of heart really showed up for you? And again, it doesn't have to be purely romantic. It could be friendship. It could be Desires. It could also be self-love. You know, how did those changes shift? Maybe you realized, huh, if I let this person treat me like this, that's not really showing me self-love. You know, if I'm still wondering and and fixated on what someone had said to me, you know, that's not really practicing self-love. Things like that. Or maybe I have intimacy problems and how do I break through that chain that's on my heart within that? Now, in general, the sun squared Uranus, this transit will bring some creative breakthroughs. So for a lot of us, there's a lot of creative block stops, but also major breakthroughs, Um, self-expression breakthroughs, happiness, breakthroughs, life path switch ups and sudden changes. So we have the sun, which again, we look at our life path, our purpose, our plot lines in life. And when it squares Uranus, there can be sudden switch ups and sudden changes that alter that course. Now it could be a really intense conversation where someone has us literally realizing we want to do something entirely different with our lives. It could be you get laid off. I hope that is for none of you, but it could be um, even every day, maybe you travel for work every day and that day your flight got canceled. You know, so it's depending on your birth chart will be the severity of it and how that shows up obviously my leo my taurus placements. you guys are feeling this the most people who have natal planets in leo and taurus are going to be feeling this transit the most intensely now it doesn't mean that none of no one else will be feeling it because we'll all be feeling it it's all happening somewhere in our chart and in connection with one of our planets but those who have those planets in those two signs will be feeling it the most intensely now, with the new moon in Leo, Venus retrograde has been really interesting time of revelations when it comes to our love patterns, uh, our love stories, our sexuality, our joy, fun, and pleasure. And I can't really talk about this new moon in Leo without talking about Venus retrograde in Leo. It's sort of like we're coming, you know, last week we had like, okay, we're halfway there. Um... We had a little more kinks to work out the third weekend, then the Sunday, we had Venus conjunct the sun, and now she is going to be a morning star, shining bright uh, within that. And with this Nubian and Leo, we're having kind of a rebirth with all this Venusian stuff that, that came up around us. So again, around love patterns, love story, sexuality, joy, fun, pleasure. Um, there could have been exposure to what no longer works for you. What is taking away your alignment for your soul's purpose? Or at least what is taking you away from your soul? You know, when you're doing things, maybe you're parting too much. Maybe you're dating someone you shouldn't or, you know, anything like that. If you really listen to your soul, it will tell you just by listening to it what is not in alignment and i know this by fighting it all the time by convincing myself otherwise but your body really knows your soul really knows you know maybe you realize what you really want in a partner or you had some fun experiments and now you're opening up your sexuality a little bit and saying, okay, well, maybe I'll break the norm of the sexuality or maybe I you know, thought it, I was all this one way and then I had this experience that made me realize maybe I like both ways. Things like that have definitely been showing up. Either way, there's a rebirth there, a new pattern beginning. There's gonna be a strong openness to gaining deeper awareness around what's new and exciting energy, you know, that there's what's new around that. What sort of came up around the idea of pleasure? Maybe you started pickleballing or whatever that is. I, it's kind of like CrossFit. Where the hell did this pickleball come from? People are obsessed with it. I feel like I'm sure it's been around forever, but in the last year, it's just crazy how things can go wild. But either way, I'm sure it's a good workout. So maybe you realize, hey, doing pickleball works for me or um going, you know, meditating every day, but with groups of people that works to me, or maybe salsa dancing and really shaking my hips and shaking the energy that brings me joy and pleasure. So it's like really exciting energy that is coming from that. And whenever we're in that exciting energy, in that creative flow, we're able to create more for our life path and purpose. So continue to be open and focus on what feels like joy to you what feels like pleasure. And the same thing goes for things that no longer give us joy and pleasure. This new moon can be about letting those things go, you know, on the new moon, we focus on creating new energy. But there can be like, sometimes a little bit of residual feeling when we're creating something new. Sometimes we still feel whatever it is that we have to let go of, and focus on that a little bit. If that emotion comes up for you, that's okay. You know, maybe you need to do a little bit more meditating on it and reflecting on it on how to let that go but still it embracing the newness that is around you and this would be a good time to like get out of your comfort shell get out of your what you normally don't do if there's something that you want to do that you know like ooh, that looks fun that looks exciting but I'm too shy to do that or or you start down talking yourself and saying I can't do that I can't do that fuck that go do it go figure out and do it and You're going to be so filled up with confidence and self-love just by doing something that you thought you were too shy to be doing that that is a major rebirth within itself. Um, Showing up in conscious awareness instead of subconscious ego with something you normally would struggle with when it comes to ego and and that's going to help us let go of the pain. So what I mean is, We all have subconscious ways that we show up until we make them conscious and we make a different decision to react differently to when something arises in us. So I think with this week, there's going to be a lot of we're consciously aware again. And so maybe you'll run into a situation that before you weren't conscious about and you would let yourself go down a rabbit hole with the situation, whether mentally or physically. But now you've become conscious over it. You've understood a little bit of this this area of your ego over Venus retrograde, you know. In the summer and now you're you're not really struggling anymore. It doesn't really hurt that bad when you look at it, or it doesn't feel like you're having major reactions to it. You know, you realize that you cannot control anything but yourself and your reaction. You cannot control anyone else's and you're finally bringing that awareness um, conscious. It's finally now within you and without you. I mean, (laughs) within you and around you, I guess is what I mean. And this can bring relationship reconciliation for people, friendship family, lovers, but definitely some reconciliation, some more coming together, some words of understanding. Um, Really, this is going to be a great time to really give birth to a creative idea, uh, really shining bright in the creative idea that you've been working on. uh, Or, you know, you're really taking the alignments, you're taking the steps you need to get this thing happening within that confidence. Now, What came to me this week was the word rebirth. With the sun, we're birthing, right? And now it's having a new moon. So all those things I talked about are having some sort of rebirth. Uh, So I want you to focus on the word rebirth this entire week. Make it your word. Say it as much as you can, even use it in a moment, a rebirth moment. If you have an emotional reaction, instead of letting it take over your whole day and ruin it, stop, pause, do what you need to do to feel it. And then say, I'm rebirthing this moment, I'm having a brand new soul rebirth. 10 minutes later, and it's gonna be beautiful. I know here in the house, our kids and I, they're good with me too. Sometimes they'll remind me, we we have an instant start over. Like if we're having rough days or we're mad or we're upset and it's just like not good, we'll have a restart, you know? Or my kids will react and they'll say, okay, we're restarting. Like we're starting that moment and, we're not going back to it anymore. We already, you know, we already did the yelling, the fighting, the talking, the understanding. Now we're on, now we're having a new moment. And even my son will say, because sometimes he'll still I'll still be pissed off about something they did, but I but I agreed to have a rebirth in the moment, and he'll be like, Mom, Mom, remember we we're in a new moment now. We started over. We're starting over. I'm like, Okay, you're right. You're right. We're starting over. You still gotta do the change, but we're starting over. Um. There's a few other things you can do with this rebirth. You could just write it down, right? See, if you're, some of you might be like, rebirth, I don't even really know, you know, what do I need to rebirth within myself? And things will come up from your subconscious. You could just write down the word rebirth, reflect on it, put it on a little dry erase board, somewhere where you see it all week and you say rebirth, rebirth, and then start to pay attention to what comes to your mind when you focus on the rebirth. And whatever you probably need to have a rebirth on will come to fruition or will come to the forefront of your mind out of your subconscious within that rebirth. And do something that feels like a rebirth, you know? Whether you go out into the woods or to the ocean, you know, I love going into the ocean and do some sort of cleansing, you know? Cleansing with the mind, body, and spirit. Or this would be a great time. Put sunscreen on, but to do some sort of... um, some sort of sun rebirth where you just go into the sun. I know here when it's the wintertime, I will put crystals on my body and I have this beautiful balcony and the sun shines in on these doors. And oh my God, it just feels so good. I feel probably cause it's freezing outside in the wintertime, but inside it's not and you feel that sun shining on you. But something where you just allow yourself to take in the rays of the sun and fill your body with those rays and cleanse and rebirth. Again, rebirth things that signify rebirth this week, even healthy foods. I don't I'm like what foods oranges, you know, yellows things that really signify rebirth. So I want all of you to write that down and figure out where you need to and what kind of rebirths you're going to have. And there's going to be rebirths that are just right out in the open, like I said, like a relationship reconciliation. And then there's going to be ones where you're like, I don't even know where I need the rebirth. I don't know where I need the rebirth. And that's when you're going to write that down. And you're going to reflect deeply on that word and see what comes to your subconscious. Now, like I said, at the very tail end of this moon, this new moon, we have Mars trine Uranus, and that is happening here on the East Coast on the 16th at nine fifty-three AM. So it's like really intense, you know what I'm saying? Like at, we go to bed with the sun squared Uranus. Early in the morning, we wake up with the new moon and Leo. And then a few hours when we're out starting our day, we got Mars trine Uranus. So that's where there's this like, quantum leaping came to me, you know, maybe not so much in the text of of quantum, but quantum uh, leaping came to my mind with that, as well as um, jumping ahead in line and shifts that involve that what I mean by jumping ahead of line, maybe you thought that you were actually being pushed back, or you were behind or you weren't getting ahead of something. And then all of a sudden, you're like, Oh, wait, actually, I thought that was taking me behind. But somehow I got really far ahead. And I don't know how I got far ahead, but I'm actually more ahead than I thought I was with this person, place or thing. Um, again, so it's, there's going to be a lot of this like sudden shifts that are like, wow, oh my gosh, I really thought I was being held back and things weren't going my way. But I'm way ahead in line than I ever thought I would be. So even when it comes to your life path thinking, You might have also changed your perspective or you will after this new moon and now you see yourself ahead. Sometimes that's all we need. Remember, it's really that simple sometimes when it comes to creating something new is changing your perspective. If you look at it one way, that is what you will create, feel and see. And if you look at it another way, that's what you will feel, create and see. As a lot of you listening to my podcast have known, a lot of health challenges have came up with my mother and it's sort of been, I've had to do a lot for caretaking for her and her needs and things like that. And I think I might've shared about it on that episode a couple weeks ago when I was telling you guys what was happening with me, but I've really been able to shift my mindset. And so like at first I was kind of like, cause I was accepting it and processing it. I was like, oh, well, I would have like these woe is me moments. And then I was like, no. You're not having what was me moments because that does not matter. Change your perspective. You know, how can you in this moment, you're saying this, how can you instantly change your perspective? And I kept doing that, doing that, doing that until I didn't feel all of these negative feelings that I was feeling about having, you know, about I was feeling about everything happening. I was just changed my perspective On that, So change your perspective. And it's really wild what can happen when you just shift your perspective a little bit. So this week, if you look at something negatively or you look at something as a downfall or you look at something as a block or a stop, I challenge you to change your perspective. And there is always an opposite to everything you say and feel and change your perspective and watch your world open up and your mind open up. So that's really everything that's happening this week. Nothing else major is happening. Um, I guess we got the sun square. Oh, the sun is trining uh, the node, the north node in Aries. I was looking at that at the end of the week. Uh, Yeah, so that's it. We actually have a very, very easy week coming up. Now, next week, we have... um, Venus retrograde will square Jupiter again. (laughs) It's like, oh my God, why can we do this? So we're getting three, it might might sound confusing this whole summer, but three different times Venus squared Jupiter and squared Uranus, okay, and is going to. So that's a lot of passes within that. And then the sun squared Uranus and the sun squared Jupiter. So you're probably like, what the heck Colleen? I feel like I've heard that transit a million times, but we've had a lot of things happening. And I think, did I say at the beginning of the episode, where did I write? I feel like I even got my writings mixed up with, um, I meant uh, sun squared Uranus, but then what was showing up with Venus squaring Uranus, things like that. So next week, uh, I'm going to try to do an episode. I'm actually leaving on Sunday for a lake house in upstate New York for my kids and my kid's father. We're all going away for a couple days before they start back to school on the 28th. So I'm going to try to get next week's episode out for you guys. So you're not left stranded because next week on the 23rd, Mercury Station's retrograde in Virgo. It's going to be a pretty good Mercury retrograde, though. It's in its home domicile where it's exalted. So I'm really loving that. So hopefully I will get that out to you guys for next week. If I don't, don't kill me, but I will try to get that out before I leave for upstate New York. Thank you, everyone. And if you wanted to continue uh, following what's happening every week, you can follow me on social media, Cosmic Colleen one C across the board. And usually, you know, I sit with my notes, I write, I do all the things. However, when I'm out there living it, when I'm working with my clients all week, when I'm doing things, more things come to me. And then I'll usually share it on social media and stuff like that. So if you want to keep the up to up Cosmic Colleen, one C in the middle, I hope everyone has a beautiful new moon, a beautiful rebirth filled with love and creation and excitement and joy. And I love you all. Have a beautiful day. Goodbye.